Welcome to Charlie's Toolbox, the only podcast that teaches you how to be the main character in your life. Here, you can find all the tools and skills you need to decenter men, center yourself, and feel good about your life. Here's your host, researcher, observer, and marketer, Charlie Taylor. Hello, hello, hello there, and welcome to this week's episode of Charlie's Toolbox titled Managing Setbacks, Life Hacks to Help You Survive. I want to discuss this episode because there has been so much that people have gone through. People have experienced death, isolation, disruption to their everyday life, heartbreak, political unrest, failure, and the loss of their jobs. And all of these moments are earth shattering and they have a profound effect on every single one of us. And though I cannot make these situations easier with less grief and sadness, I can help you process them and move forward in a hopeful and optimistic way. You should leave this episode understanding that life is hard. It really is. But you have to find a way to keep your joy. And you have to do it by processing your losses, learning from them, and trying to find the hopeful side of every experience. You may not always win this battle, and I know that to be true because I don't always win the battle myself, but you can try. And this episode is the first portion of my course that will be offered on charliestoolbox.com. So like always, let's start, and let's talk about me, of course, the world, and finally, the main topic. So a little bit about me, I've been getting back into going to concerts and live music shows. And why this means so much to me is because it was a vital part of my life and one that I had to cut out because of COVID. And of course, I know that COVID is still here, but I'm trying to edge my way back into my previous life. And I'm doing that safely with masks and boosters but I am also just trying to enjoy myself. And so I'm doing things like I'm signing up for newsletters to make sure that I'm constantly aware of upcoming concerts. I have alerts. Um, I'm prepping for Club Renaissance Beyonce's uh, concert and hopefully I'll get tickets on the ground floor. I am excited about the Steve Lacey and James Blake concert that's gonna be happening during the summer. So I have a lot to look forward to, and I'm excited that I took this year to be the year that I'm getting back into what I love so much and what was really, really a huge, huge part of my life, Um, music shows, concerts, and just seeing my favorite artists live. So, you know, just wish me luck on that, and I'm excited about it. Um, About the world, you know, recently I read this article and I shared it on Twitter called The Crane's Wife and it is an incredible article that discusses the concessions we make as women in relationships and of course the article is way more eloquent than I am but please if you want to read it and see how we slowly convince ourselves out of our needs in relationships please do please start there it shows and tells us how easily we can slip into this And it also shows, which I really appreciate, the brave choice of ending this pattern and choosing ourselves in relationships that force us to swallow so much and 
you know, uh, make so many concessions that we don't. Let's get into the main topic. The time after something traumatic, heartbreaking, or just like a big, huge failure is a crucial moment in your life because how you process it can color the way you view and approach life forever. I've seen people come out of heartbreak and failure with new knowledge about the process and a new understanding of themselves in their childhood. And that is the hopeful side of the spectrum where their parents provided them with the guidance and the tools to understand what they're going through. However, there is another side of the spectrum where unfortunately your parents didn't provide you these tools because they were either focused on survival and they didn't have the time to do it or they simply did not have the tools and they cannot teach something that they do not know. And this side of the spectrum is where your self-esteem is often crushed. You don't know who you are. You're struggling with your emotions because it feels like you can't control them, but they have control over every single aspect of your life. And with these spectrums, these the hopeful one and the one that you just don't have the tools and you're just kind of crushed and you're sitting in it, both of them going to have pain that feels the same you're gonna grieve in both of them you're gonna feel sad in both of them that's not the problem the problem is that when you feel these huge hurdles and these huge setbacks you need tools to process them you need tools to process them and move forward and the former has the tools and they are, they are better equipped to get over these hurdles. Whereas the latter, it is harder to work through them because you just don't have the knowledge and the know-how to do that. And often people are stuck in those moments of pain and they don't know how to move forward. They don't know how to get out of and they operate in, the, in their world from that place. And it impacts everything in their life. It impacts their friendships because no one wants to be around someone who's stuck in it. It impacts their work in their career life because no one wants to be around someone who's mean and angry because they had this moment that really shook them up. It impacts every aspect of their life. And if they don't have the tools to get out of it, they stay stuck. So this podcast episode and my extended course on Charlie's Toolbox will just give you some guide rails while you're recovering and rediscovering this new person after trauma. I offer this because I was ill-equipped when it came to these moments. And I want you all to have the equipment and the tools to heal in a direction where you don't paint your entire life with sorrow from this pain. Instead, I want to help you understand yourself and your predicament from a place of curiosity, of empowerment. So this episode is like a big sister and not a therapist. I'm not a therapist. I am a big sister. And here's what I went through. And here's what you need to know to make this event less painful 
and disruptive in your life. So I'm going to start. There are three truths that you should be aware of when it comes to life. And the reason why I want to focus on these three truths is because they will relieve a lot of stress, a lot of pain, a lot of anger that you have within yourself and that you have from these events. They are as follows. One, pain and sadness, that is inevitable. Number two, life is indifferent to you. You are not special. Life is indifferent to you. And number three, there will always be highs, lows, and neutrals in life. For each of these truths, I'm going to discuss how I discovered them and how these lessons freed me from seeing life as an enemy and freed me from being stuck in a place of pain and sadness. So number one, pain and failure are inevitable. My first real heartbreak and failure, it was devastating. I was devastated. And though I had seen heartbreak as a bystander or a an observer, I had no real understanding of what it was like. I didn't understand what it felt like. I didn't understand or know how deep the feelings were buried inside your heart and how much they expressed themselves in your body. So when I did experience this, the gravity of it, I did what I saw around me and I just left. I left everything. I separated myself from it all. I self-isolated because that was easier than truly dealing with my feelings. I moved to another state. I distanced myself from my friends. I spoke to no one. And all I did is just put my head down and work. I worked, I worked, I worked, I worked hard to save money and make a new life for myself. Up until then, I was a child that was protected by my parents, but now I was an adult at 19, feeling out of control and desperately needing help and advice on how to process the pains of life. In that moment, what could have helped me and what I later discovered after separating myself from my old world was the simple truth that pain and failure are inevitable. As a society, we do a lot to hide this truth. We teach our children that education, intelligence, hyper vigilance, or cautiousness can protect you from the pain of life. We show it in our media that you can avoid these, this pain or that wealth and riches will shield you from it, which is true to an extent. But the truth is, no matter how beautiful, healthy, wealthy, or nice you are, you will experience pain and failure. If you truly, truly think about it, you can pull from your knowledge bank and point to people who fit those categories and show where they experience pain and failure. 
Steve Jobs was fired from Apple. Holly Berry had heartbreaks. Oprah had her fair share of pain. No matter who you are, you will experience this. So instead of being shocked when it happened or wondering why it happened or thinking that, ah, it's me, I'm the reason why it happened, you just need to let go of those reasons and just accept that it will happen. That is a part of life. Like breathing, you will one day experience pain and failure. It's just a part of the human experience. Breathing is a part of the human experience. Pain and failure is a part of the human experience. So get comfortable with that thought because it can alleviate a lot of the self-blame that you put on yourself because you know that it has nothing to do with you. This is what life is. Everyone is going to get their fair share of this. So take the chip off of your shoulder. Number two, life is indifferent to you. It is indifferent to you. You are not special. Life is not targeting you. I personally grew up with a lot of superstitions and beliefs about generational curses and I would go through things and think oh my god why is it always me why am I targeted why do I always have to have the long hard arduous road then I went to therapy and the therapist revealed to me that this is victimization this sort of thinking is how you can live life And act as though you are not a participant in your own life. This sort of thinking is how you can blame everyone and never, ever, ever take accountability. And if I continued down this road, the result would be a life that I did not like and an inability to get out of it because I would believe that it was someone else's fault. Or that it was the universe punishing me. And that's why I am here. When I reviewed my life with this new framework that my therapist gave me, I saw how I contributed and created to the hard life I had for myself. For example, when I moved I would move without a plan and then struggle hard to get on my feet. And initially I thought, oh my God, is it me? Why is this so hard for me? Why do I always have to struggle? But in truth, you cannot move without a plan. You need to have a job set up. You need to have room and board. You need to have your living located. You need to know some foundational things so that you can transition and it can be easier. Living life and just making rash decisions with no plan will always result in a hard road because you can't wing big things like this. When I realized that life is indifferent to me, I realized that I was just receiving everything. 
I, life will give you everything. It is up to you to field it, to develop boundaries, to develop a strategy, to develop a plan. I realized that everything I had experienced, I personally had my hand in. So I had to create a new framework that worked for me and pushed me to be active in my life. And that framework was life is indifferent to me. Life didn't attack me specifically. I'm not that special. You think the whole universe is going around the world and looking at everybody and being like, hmm, I'm going to choose this person. You're not that special. It doesn't seek you out. You're not cursed. This isn't a generational curse. There is nothing innately wrong with you. You don't attract anything. Life is truly indifferent to you. It will give you everything and all things at once. And it is up to you to decide what you will do with it. You must decide on your boundaries, what you will buy into, what you want, and the steps you will take. That is your decision. Life is going to just rush you with options and you have to filter them out. You are not targeted. You can say no to these things. You can develop a plan to address it or to move around and circumvent it. It's up to you to decide where you are going to go with your life. Life isn't dictating that. Life is just giving you everything and you have to be the one to filter it out. So I impart this lesson to you. You're not targeted. You are experiencing life like anyone else. And though whatever it is that you may go through hurts, like everyone else, you will one day feel better. Finally, the last one, there will always be highs, lows, and neutral moments in life. As humans, we will always experience seasons. That's just the nature of life. You're not going to stay in one place for too long. And some say that you have these seasons so that you can truly appreciate each season. And I think that's true. I, I, I will have to agree with that. Because if you stay in a, in a state of high, you will never it will feel like neutral because you have nothing to juxtapose it against. Like without a low, you won't appreciate the high or even recognize it. Without being in a state of neutrality, you won't recognize what it truly feels like to be at a low. And I think some of this, the reason I feel like the seasons, I don't know what it is, but it can create a sense of graciousness. Because when you're out of the low, you're grateful for the neutrality. When you're out of the neutrality, you're grateful for the high. When you're in the low, you remember the highs and you're grateful for those moments. So know that movement and change is the nature of life. And you don't have to, you know, actively look for pitfalls 
You don't have to be like hyper cautious, hyper vigilant, hyper aware of everything. And oh my God, is this my season of low? You don't have to do that. You can just be acutely aware that they will come. And when you know that, you don't take it personally. You don't think, why me? You're not blaming yourself. You don't find whatever reason or whatever insecurity that you have. You don't find a story to highlight that insecurity and make you hate it even more. You don't do those things. These three truths help me take the chip off my shoulder and it stopped me from being a goddamn victim. I am not a target. You are not either. Life does not attack you. Life is indifferent to you. You will receive everything and it is up to you to develop your boundaries and your strategy to get out of it. You got to stop expecting life to always be at a high. Even if it was at a high all the time, you wouldn't even recognize that you are in this joyous moment because you have nothing to juxtapose it against. You will cycle through many, many stages, even throughout the day, you will stuck, you cycle through those stages and you will have to be okay with it. So the next part of this topic, which is how to process, you know, now that you know the environment that you're walking into and you understand the rules of the game, you need to understand the actual process of processing these losses, these setbacks. How, what are the frameworks that you use to make sure that you are not melancholy all the time, that you're not sad, angry, or bitter all the time because no one wants to be around that, not even you. And that's the part of the course that I'm going to be releasing on February 5th. That's a Sunday, um, 2023. It'll be on Charlie's Toolbox. If you really, truly, truly, truly want to know how to manage setbacks, and trust me, I have had many and I have mastered them all. And I have always put myself in a great position to feel joy and to do everything I want uh, and get anything I want out of life. If you want those tips and those tools, please feel free to purchase this course. It is going to, I spent a lot of time scouring my own stories and really writing down and getting on paper my tools that I use to attack life and win at it. I wrote all that stuff down. And I organize it in a way where you can adapt these tools. You can learn them. I gave you a worksheet. And anytime you deal with a huge setback, you can go back to that lesson, apply the tools and process in a way that leaves you hopeful and curious. So on that note, you all take care. For show notes, be sure to check out charliestoolbox.com. 
follow Charlie on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Charlie's Toolbox. Thanks again for listening to Charlie's Toolbox.